Yes, my friends, it is true. After a lot of soul searching, after a lot of fact fighting, I have come to the conclusion that somebody did actually try and steal the 2020 election. I know, shocking, because this whole time I've been defending uh, the big lie and saying it did not happen. Um, but I want to explain to you how I have come to this conclusion. So I hope you'll stay forward to the end. This shouldn't be too long of a video, but you need to hear what I have to say and how I came to this conclusion. Now, first of all, I want you to know that in several states, they set up new law enforcement units. Now, these were created after the 2022 elections. I'm sorry, after the 2020 elections, based solely on the claims of Donald J. Trump that the election was stolen. They didn't do this based upon any evidence. They didn't do this based upon any widespread voter fraud. They did it because Donald Trump said the election was stolen. That's it. Now, these election fraud units were designed to identify and weed out fraud, even though there was no evidence of widespread fraud when these were passed. But hey, why not? If you want to improve security, if you want to go out and you want to find voter fraud, you know what? I, I'm all for it. Go ahead. As long as you're ethical through the process, why not? You know, you want to spend your tax dollars on investigating something that has no evidence that it existed. Okay, fine. That, you know, whatever makes you feel more comfortable with the election process. So now let's talk about what they've found. This is in three different states. What have they found? Well, a few scattered complaints and uh, perhaps the realization that most election-related fraud cases had already been investigated and prosecuted long before these voting enforcement units were formed. Yes, my friends, there has been voter fraud investigation long before Donald Trump's claims. If you'd been covering elections for 20 years, you would know that this happens every year after an election. Now, these units were formed in three states, Georgia, Florida, and Virginia. I find it very interesting. Georgia had something like, what, three audits, and they still decided to form one of these units, even though they found no evidence. Now, this is Paul Smith. He's the senior vice president of the Campaign Legal Center. He said, quote, I am not aware of any significant deflection or detection of fraud on election day. But that's not surprising. The whole concept of voter impersonation fraud is such a horribly exaggerated problem, he says. It doesn't change the outcome of the election. It's a felony. You risk getting put in jail and you have a high possibility of getting caught. It's a rare phenomenon. Now, you would think that this continued lack of evidence of election fraud would cause some people to rethink their belief in the claims made by one man who had an express interest in staying in the White House. But yet, 45% of Republicans still say they have little or no confidence that votes would be counted correctly. And who has caused all of this doubt? Is it evidence of widespread voter fraud? No. 
It's just one man making a claim that has not been supported by facts, by investigations in any way, shape, or form. And keep in mind, he continued to make these claims or started to make these claims well before the counts were counted. In fact, he made them back in 2016 when he said millions of people voted illegally and that's why he didn't make the popular vote. And he made it back in the 2016 primaries when he lost the Iowa caucus to Ted Cruz and accused Ted Cruz of fraud. This is what he does. When he loses, it's election fraud. When he wins, it's historic. It's the most unbelievable thing that could ever happen in the history of man. But what is all of this based upon? States like Virginia had three separate audits, as I said, in case the electric file didn't match the paper file, then that would be a problem. But that's not what happened. The electric file matched the paper file. So here's the key that everybody is missing. In order to alter an election, not only would you have to dump a bunch of paper ballots into an election box, but you would also have to alter the electronic voter file. This is because the machines that everybody is so afraid of, the machines will only count one vote per registered voter. That's right. So you could literally print out and dump 100,000 new paper ballots into a Dropbox but unless they match the digital file, they will not be counted. So the only way for this fraud to happen is you have to have somebody on the inside altering the digital file and then giving all of those fake names to the people who are printing the ballots. Can you imagine how difficult this is? You could have 10,000 ballots for no-name people. They're not going to get registered. 10,000 ballots for people who have already voted, they're going to get thrown out and because the registered individual has already cast their vote. If there are double votes for one candidate, then an investigation or this process of curing steps in and quite often they find the person who submitted the falsified ballot. This system is sound. It's proven to be very secure. The truth is that these election deniers do not know how the vote counting system works. I guarantee it. They literally think that they can just dump a bunch of extra ballots in a box and those ballots will get counted. That's what Trump thinks. Never took the time, never cared to find out how the election process works. Now, an Associated Press investigation found that there was no widespread fraud in Georgia or in the five other battleground states where Trump disputed his 2020 loss. Now, I know we can't trust the media, but you also have people like Bob Barr, who was at the height of government. He said nothing happened. You also have the investigations and audits that have happened in several states, and they have failed to reduce or to produce any evidence of widespread fraud. I mean, how long can you go on and believe a myth 
that is perpetuated by somebody who was in it for personal interest. This is what I simply don't understand. Now, reading from Go.com, I wanted to share this with you. DeSantis this summer announced the election unit that they set up in Florida, this election fraud unit, had arrested 20 people for illegally voting in the 2020 election. And I saw on TikTok and Twitter and everywhere else, ooh, it's starting, just wait, it's starting. This is the beginning of the identification of voter fraud. Uh, Of course, they didn't read the story. It's a bunch of nonsense. Florida had 14.4 million registered voters, 20 voted illegally. This was the first time major election, this was the first major election since a state constitutional amendment restored voting rights to felons, except for those convicted of murder or felony sex crimes or those who still owe fines and restitution. So the court records show that these 20 people were able to register to vote despite prior felony convictions, apparently leading them to believe they could legally cast ballots. At least part of the confusion stems from language in the voter registration forms that requires applicants to swear they are not a felon, or if they are, that they have had their rights restored. The forms do not inquire specifically about past convictions for murder and felony sexual assault. So what does that mean? They were trying to vote legally. They weren't trying to perpetuate a fraud. They misunderstood the language. The language was not clear. They thought they could vote. And it was caught, and they couldn't vote. This was not an attempt at fraud. This was poor communication on the part of government, and people legally, or well, illegally, but they thought it was legally, trying to vote. So this was a big, fat nothing. This was squadoosh. This was no evidence of widespread voter fraud whatsoever, yet I saw everybody chomping at the bit. And what's interesting is what they were saying, and and this should be so telling to you. They were saying, finally, we're going to get evidence of election fraud. Now think about that. President Trump has claimed election fraud for two years without evidence. Every single audit that has been done has shown no evidence. These election fraud teams that have been going out have shown no evidence, which is why when people see something that might be evidence, they use the word finally. That word finally is an admission that no election fraud has been found, yet they still believe and they still hope it will be fine which tells you they have nothing, and they know they have nothing, yet they persist. Now, perhaps one of the greatest indicators that widespread voter fraud didn't happen is that our president or former president, Donald Trump, has somehow decided to run again under the very same system that he claims was rigged. The same voting machines, the same laws, the same everything. How can he possibly expect 
that the stolen election won't happen again. It's a, a lie, I guess, that he's going to ignore and just run under the same system. It's uh, like he's ignoring the preceding events as if they didn't happen. Now, of course, we can all guarantee that if he loses on a primary level or on a national level, instead of admit his defeat, he's going to claim voter fraud again. And that will be loud and clear. And once again, there will be a lack of physical evidence. And once again, the American people will be led to believe that they can't have trust in their election system. Now, let's get back to my claim at the very beginning of this video. When I said that I have found that somebody did try and steal the 2020 election. And I have no doubt about it. It is absolutely clear, and I believe that that person should be prosecuted. So who is it that tried to steal the 2020 election? Well, if you haven't figured it out by now, let me make it perfectly clear. That's someone who tried to steal the 2020 election with every ounce of energy that he had. It wasn't the Democrats. It wasn't other people on the left. It wasn't special interest groups. No, the only person who tried to steal the 2020 election is one Donald J. Trump. Through trying to convince Mike Pence not to certify the election, to trying to establish fake electors across the country, to calling up states and saying, please find me, 11,000 votes as if you can just magically create those to whipping his followers into such a frenzy that they thought they need to swarm the Capitol to stop the certification of a free and fair election. Donald Trump is the one who tried to steal the election, yet he has convinced his believers that it was the evil Democrats. It's amazing. It's an amazing skill set that he has. And you know, it's interesting when you think about it. He has an amazing habit of blaming others for the exact same things that he does. He is vicious when he attacks other people like Hillary Clinton about top secret documents being found on her email server, which by the way is not what happened. But that's the way he wants you to believe it happens. He complained about top secret documents. And then, lo and behold, as he left the White House, he left with a truckload of top secret documents. He does exactly what he complains about. He complains about an election being stolen when the truth is he is the one trying to steal an election. When are we going to learn that this is manipulation at the highest levels? If he can make you believe that he is the victim and by extension that you are the victim, then he knows that you will support him even if he walks out on Fifth Avenue and shoots somebody in cold blood. That is telling you that he knows 
He can tell you anything he wants. He can lie to you. He can make you believe that an entire national election has been stolen and gin many people up into physical violence for something that simply never happened. My friends, hopefully we will get this message and we will stop this man from becoming the next nominee of the Republican Party. If not, and he loses again, I can only imagine what type of mayhem will occur. And that's even if he wins a single primary, not to mention if he becomes the nominee and loses the general election. And I think it's important to note that people out there who think that he can't win the nomination, I would caution you greatly. If you look at the primary outcomes for people who were nominated by Donald J. Trump, you will see that Donald Trump's endorsement carried a tremendous amount of weight in the primaries, but it carried very little weight in the general elections. This pattern will continue as he runs for office. He has tremendous primary support. He knows this. If that didn't exist, then he wouldn't run again. But he knows he has a very good chance at the nomination from what he's seen on a primary level. This should concern all of us. I would encourage any and all of you to get involved in this process so that we do not allow a man who tried to steal an election to get the nomination, who I believe will lose to any candidate on the left, and then claim that the election was stolen once again. Even though, as I said, he's going to run under the same rules that existed during a stolen election. Go figure that one out. Very hard to understand. Hey, please take a minute and support this podcast. You you can go to jmcfarland.com and become one of our subscribers. As little as $5 a month can help us continue to bring this content for you. And more than anything, if you can't do that, subscribe to the channel, like this video, comment, and share. This will help us continue to get our message to more and more people. Thank you and have a wonderful day.